What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Wednesday, August 5th. Here's what you missed while you were laughing at Jake Paul getting raided by the FBI. All right, so it looks like Joe Biden, his eventual VP pick, and the rest of the Democrats that were supposed to hit up Milwaukee, Wisconsin this August are going to take a pass and do the entire DNC convention virtually. Biden will be accepting his nomination and give his acceptance speech virtually as well. Quote, the Democratic National Convention Committee announced Wednesday that no speakers will travel to Milwaukee for the convention on the advice of health officials. Biden had been expected to attend the convention in person and deliver his acceptance speech on august 20th the last night he'll now deliver that speech from his home state of delaware where he has done most of his campaigning since mid-march most of the speeches were slated to be virtual before wednesday's announcement and biden would have been one of the only people to deliver an in-person speech delegates to the convention had already been told not to travel and the official party business was moved online end quote so i guess it's going to be similar to all the other events that we're used to seeing that used to be live and are now happening via WebEx or Zoom. I guess back to the basement for Biden. I'm pretty sure that's what DT would say. And finally, when a reporter today asked Mr. Biden if he had taken a cognitive test, he actually snapped back at him as if that was the dumbest question ever asked. Quote, no, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man, Biden said. That's like saying to you before you got on this program, if you had taken a test, were you taking cocaine or not? What do you think, huh? Are you a junkie? Biden has long bristled at claims that he is mentally slowing. President Donald Trump's re-election campaign is prioritizing Biden's cognitive ability as a key issue, aiming to portray Biden as a doddering and incompetent. I can hardly wait to compare my cognitive ability to the cognitive capability of the man I'm running against, Biden said back in June, end quote. So then, well, why the switch up? I mean, by now we've all seen the test and it's pretty basic. Just crush it so we can all move on from this stupid issue and get back to real policy debate please the dnc convention is expected to happen on august 17th so have you filled out your census form yet good God, I hope so. It was due like three months ago. But if you haven't, you can still do it at census.gov and get it done quickly because it looks like according to Census Chief Director Steve Dillingham, they're going to be cutting their counting early this year, done by the end of September instead of the end of October. Why, you may ask? Politics. Yep, at least that's what it looks like. So we spoke previously about the point of the census and what it was, its benefits, which is really about making sure that you're local community gets its fair share of access to public funds for things like schools, hospitals, roads, public works, and other vital programs. The other thing that it's used for, though, is called congressional apportionment. Remember, the U.S. House of Representatives has 435 seats, and those seats need to be divided amongst the 50 states based on population, hence the census every 10 years. And the results of this counting is typically given to the president by the end of the year, 
here December 31st. But of course, due to the vid, we knew it would have to be pushed back and it was previously reported to be delayed three months. Everyone was expecting April, but the Don Don didn't like that. And now they want the results by 1231 again. And remember, we said a couple weeks ago, they're trying to make apportionment only count for US citizens, but they're not allowed to ask that question on the census form after SCOTUS said no. So then we end up in conflict. Extend to get the info or cut it short and don't make that a requirement. But by asking for both, it really starts to sound like voter suppression, as if they want less representation from most of these underrepresented groups and communities. 60 million households are still uncounted. These are the hardest to reach residents and they're just going to be estimated. And as much as I believe in math and Chile, algorithms can only do so much. Quote, Representative Steny H. Hoyer, Democrat of Maryland and the House Majority Leader, said on Tuesday that the change was an attempt to undercount poor communities with large numbers of immigrants and ethnic minorities, and called the shortened schedule yet another example of this administration's blatant assault on our Constitution and our democracy. Voters in Missouri have overwhelmingly voted on Tuesday to expand Medicaid coverage. This means that as much as 250,000 Missourians can get government health insurance starting in July of 2021. Quote, as Medicaid expansion is fully and expeditiously implemented so that Missourians are no longer forced to choose between putting food on the table and seeing a doctor, today's victory will be a true turning point in the history of the show me state, end quote. And so the legislature in Missouri is a majority Republican, and they've been rejecting Medicaid expansion multiple times over the past 10 years. So this is why pro-Medicaid supporters switched to the ballot initiative. Missouri's Medicaid program currently doesn't cover most adults without children, and its income eligibility threshold for parents is one of the lowest in the nation at about one-fifth of the poverty level, which if you weren't aware is $17,600 a year for an individual or less than 30,000 for a family of three, meaning you pretty much have to be dirt poor or homeless to qualify. And the financial impact for the state is still unclear. It's been said that it could cost up to $200 million or save as much as $1 billion annually by 2026. This is now the 38th state in the country to vote in support of Medicaid expansion and changing their state's constitution in order to do so. All right, first it was Google dropping a budget phone earlier this week, and today it's Samsung dropping one of the most expensive phones available, plus some other items. So today, Samsung held their annual summer event called Samsung Unpacked, where they usually release the Note series of devices. Those are the Samsung smartphones that use a stylus, or as Samsung calls it, the S pen. And they're also usually massive in size to help with all that writing with the stylus. I'll run through all the deets here because there were a lot of announcements, but we'll start with the Samsung Note 20 starting at $999. I honestly wouldn't even bother with this phone. You only get eight gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage. There's no expandable storage. It has a freaking plastic back. The glass doesn't even extend over the edge for Samsung's infinity display. And that displays only 1080p, 
with a 60 hertz refresh rate. So for being a thousand dollars, it's actually missing quite a lot as a flagship device. So if you're a Note fan, you're probably going to want the Note 20 Ultra. It has the largest OLED screen on a smartphone. It's 6.9 inches, which is giant. Super fast latency on the S Pen, so it feels like you're writing directly on the screen, similar to an iPad Pro. It has a better battery, a better camera system, that 120 hertz refresh rate on the display, up to 1440p, but just like with the S20, you can't do both at the same time. Oh. Better battery and the ultra wideband chip that Apple introduced last year to help you find devices with extreme precision. All of this at a staggering starting price of $12.99. I don't know what they're smoking over at Samsung, but it seems like some primo quality shiznit. Okay, so those are the phones. They also announced the Galaxy Tab S7 and S7 Plus. I actually forgot that there were still Android tablets out there for a minute, but they exist. And Samsung is trying their hardest to keep them relevant, adding a lot of features to help bring it on par with the leading tablet iPad. It has the same super smooth 120 hertz display the s pen the touchpad on the keyboard cover although i didn't see any cursor support i'm sure it's there there's cloud sync for handoff even supporting android's new airdrop clone they also announced support and partnership with xbox x cloud service so you can play your full featured games in the cloud right on the tiny screen of your phone with a bluetooth controller they announced the new galaxy buds live with noise cancellation and more audio improvements for sound there's a new galaxy Galaxy Watch, the Watch 3, and finally, an update to that failed and flopped Galaxy Z Fold, now called the Z Fold 2. This one actually looks interesting, where the outer screen finally fills the whole outer cover, and the inner screen uses a hole punch camera system instead of the corner notch that they had on the previous one. They also said that they updated the hinge, but we'll have to wait for some hands-on reviews to see if it's still any good. All of their devices now support 5G, but no word on which type of 5g yet as samsung said their major pillars moving forward are going to be foldables and 5g the note 20 goes on pre-order tomorrow august 6th while other devices will go on pre-order later this month and the fold z is going to have its own separate event on september 1st so i'm not exactly sure why they even announced it today And lastly, Disney held their earnings report this week. And while I'm not going to comment on the earnings in this story, because they were mixed, the bigger story here is the Disney Plus streaming numbers. And the biggest number to glean here is that they've announced 100 million paid subscribers across all of their streaming services. So this includes Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus. Disney Plus itself is already at over 60 million subs, hitting their goal of 60 to 90 by 2024. They've already done that. They also said that their upcoming live action remake of the film Mulan, which has repeatedly been delayed from theatrical release, will now be an exclusive for Disney Plus members. But before you get hyped, it's actually going to cost you on top of the monthly fee. I'm not sure if this is a rental under the same auspices as other on-demand rentals, 48 hours to start, 24 hours to finish, once you start, disappears afterwards, or if this is a permanent access to the flick on Disney Plus. But it's definitely priced much higher than any of the other direct-to-stream movies that have been released this year. Mulan will be $29.99 
$9.99 in the US. It will also be available in Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and some of Western Europe at similar local prices. Still much cheaper than an evening at your local AMC or Regal, especially if you count concessions. But 30 bucks on top of your seven bucks a month in the middle of an economic slump is going to hit a couple families pretty hard. Either way, I'm ready to watch Ming-Na Wen kick some hun ass. Is Mushu in this one? Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. And honestly, I've actually never seen Mulan, so I hope I didn't mess any of that up. Uh, bonus news for the seven of you that are still listening. Looks like the official count now is over 100 people that have died in the explosion at Beirut. Apparently, over 2,700 pounds of ammonium nitrate was in that warehouse. And that's the stuff that they used to make homemade bombs. It was confiscated from ships and the ports, but just stored all together for some reason. Damn, our well wishes definitely continue to go out to the people of Lebanon. Also, it looks like the Ninja Warrior champion was arrested today on child sex charges. So it must definitely suck to be him as well as the producer at NBC that now needs to remove him from all previously taped segments from this next season. Oh, geez. Well, I know that's none of y'all here. So for my wonderful crowd, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please remember to share with your friends. And as always, remember, stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated in all you do. Dodge the rest. Catch up with me. I got you with the news.